Cleaner podcast sponsored by Flyro. Welcome, everyone, to the Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. My name is Lee Connolly, your host, your guide, your podcastery. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Uh, if you're new around here, then this podcast is just for you. If you want to get into gardening, maybe you've got a space you're not sure what to do with. Maybe you're thinking, I want to get outside with the kids. Maybe you're thinking that we need to change something up. This is the podcast, guys. Subscribe. Hit boom. Subscribe. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I chat to you a little bit about gardening. Uh, Today, we have Reese from Little Edwardian on the podcast. I'm really excited about it. It's part of our hashtag garden staycation with the sponsor of this podcast, Flymo. Flymo.com forward slash UK. If you want to find out more about them for all your Flymo needs, leads and needs over there. Uh, maybe you're thinking, oh, I need to cut the lawn. Flymo. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I need to cut the edge. Flymo. Maybe you're thinking, oh, them leads are, are doing my head in. Flymo. Is that right? Flymo. Uh, if you fancy some of that, uh, then please do. But thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast. Thanks to them for bringing this hashtag garden staycation to the pod. Let's hit the intro. Then we'll chat after that. Right, let's get into it. This is episode four of our hashtag Garden Staycation series. I've really enjoyed doing these past four episodes. Uh, and this one is an awesome one today with Reese from Reese and Paul Little Edwardian, who is creating a little bit of LA style in their garden. And um, I've really enjoyed this chat. In fact, I've enjoyed all the four chats. We've found out so many different things uh, from, in fact, interior design we've never had interior design people on the podcast as much as we had in the past four weeks and we found out so many different things from i really enjoyed doing it and this one today with reese uh, is awesome absolutely love chatting to reese uh, today if you want to find out more if you want to find uh, a little bit of inspo uh, from reese and paul uh, little edwardian is what you need to have a little search for on the Instagram. Evening Standards Top 20 Interior Instagram Accounts of 2019, where they've been renovating their Edwardian house in London. Uh, and now, this garden... Like, I abs- I'll talk about it in the podcast. I absolutely love what they're doing to their garden. It looks incredible. Uh, and I really enjoyed this chat too. To, it's really relaxed, really chilled out. Uh, and we just had a good old chit chat guys chit chat so i'm not going to talk too much more about it let's let's get into it shall we do you fancy it do you fancy a good old chit chat let's do it press play chat 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 the garden chit chat 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 the garden chit chat. Firstly, right, welcome to the podcast because um, we're doing garden staycation, and uh, I've been yes. following your journey, your, yours and Paul's journey, with what you're up to. And um, I wanted to know to begin with, like how 
how this whole Instagram thing for you started. Okay, um, so hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, t- uh, I think well, we bought a house uh, and literally just four years ago, um, and uh, and it was a bit of a wreck. So um, and I like interiors, so I thought, oh, I'll share some of my interiors sort of stuff and a bit of the renovation and everything. And it, it wasn't uh, like four years ago I don't think interiors was such a massive like thing on Instagram um I actually there was a like a few prolific sort of accounts that were hanging around uh but then obviously the community's got bigger and bigger um but uh yeah so I basically wanted to share what we were doing and a bit of my inspiration and yeah that's kind of how I started and then obviously it's just progressed over the the course of the I think I've I've done Instagram for about three years. I think. Right. I think has it always been yeah, like? Inter- is it always been interior stuff? Uh, for me, yeah. Like as in, and a bit obviously a bit of the building and sort of everything. And uh, obviously the garden thing is a bit of a, a new sort of, <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> but I just think of it as like an outside room. So yeah, that's a good way. Uh, of thinking but yeah, about I've, it. I've, sorry, say it again. so that's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and obviously everyone uses their gardens or their outside space very differently. Um, and as, yeah, and my design is probably not necessarily, I don't know, everyone's taste or how everyone uses their garden. But I don't know, but that's what makes us all, I don't know, individual, I suppose. <laughs> how do you use your garden, Reese? How is it used usually? Uh, well, I love, I, I love gardening. Uh, I've always loved gardening, but I just, uh, I've only obviously recently got back into it um and i use my space mainly for entertaining having friends over relaxing uh doing gardening i suppose um but uh yeah i don't yeah i don't like i don't necessarily grow like i do like growing fruit and veg but again i'm i suppose i'm quite materialistic in how everything looks and the work and everything uh that's involved in growing uh veg and yeah uh, fruits Wait, so, how, when you were uh, younger how much gardening did you used to do then did you used to do a lot when you were younger well uh, well a lot of my um my uh granddad like uh was a massive gardener and he used to grow all of his own veg and everything so i think he was the sort of like he he introduced me to it and then my um my mom liked doing a bit of gardening as well but i, I remember my granddad used to bring over like little seedlings and things and then um uh, and then I would carry on growing them, so he would start them off for me, and then carry on growing them. And um, yeah, and like so, I suppose that was my massive, like when I was younger, that was where I got into gardening and things like that. Um, and then I kind of paused, obviously, when I went to university, and then I got a house uh, in when I lived in Manchester. Yeah. Uh, did a little bit of gardening there um, with my ex-partner we used to have an allotment <laughs> and um uh used to grow loads of veg and have chickens and everything like that in manchester oh, wow. uh, but obviously then i've lived in london the past eight years now so uh but obviously again only just got back into it so what was it like having an allotment what was your experience having an allotment uh, uh hard work because <laughs> <laughs> i oh yeah it's it's ama- it is amazing i like i absolutely like i i love growing stuff but it's actually what uh, what i got out of it was an appreciation for 
um, growing vegetables. So actually how much work goes into growing a cauliflower, for example, it's like it can be real. I know like certain things are quite easy to grow, like courgettes and things, but even peas, peas are so hard to grow and that you know, any pests like to come along beneath them and everything. Uh, so I think I've got a massive appreciation for actually food, I think, yeah. and actually how much effort goes into um, growing things. Um, and then I think you've got a, quite a lot of appreciation out of it as well. So, yeah, I mean, uh, which was... only recently I was talking about, I, I grew um, potatoes for the first time in about two years. And uh, <laughs> literally it took me four and a half months and I pulled them up and there's about 20 potatoes. I thought four yeah. and a half months to grow, <laughs> grow these. Crazy, and then you know, and things like pests and everything like that. Um, sorry, you know what I mean? Door. Um, things like pests and blight on potatoes and things like that. You just, you, it's so like. Um, sorry, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. I think it's it's just hot, like I don't know what's the word. Um, I don't know. If I get any pests on any plant, it really, like, destroys me. Because <laughs> uh, I have lots of box hedging. And obviously, in London, it's really... Well, London and Essex, actually. It's really bad with the box, you know, caterpillar. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as... And the only way to do that is... What, there's one, like... I can't remember what it's called. It's got some weird name. But, like, there's one pesticide that you can use. And it's the only thing that seems to not... And I don't love using pesticides, but it's the only thing that seems to stop the and um, think because they ruin the whole of the box hedge so yeah um but um yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you used to have chickens as well yeah um yeah i used to have like i think 12 chickens I think 12 was, yeah. chickens oh, yeah yeah <laughs> but they're 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 really difficult to capture as well, <laughs> well that's the thing like, i've been like, thinking about they get like something. they're also prone to like pests and the red mites and uh, I don't know. They're just very again a lot of hard work to look after chickens, but again you get an appreciation for their like you know their eggs and things like that. So and they're yeah. quite uh, chickens are weirdly characterful as well. I always think uh, people just think it's a chicken, but actually they do have all their own personalities and everything like that. So. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been thinking about chickens for about five years now, but my wife's no chance. She's like, no, we're not having chickens. We only we could only just about look after a fish. To be fair, so. Maybe chickens aren't a great idea. I mean, I, I think, I don't know, some people have ducks instead. And ducks are quite, I think, a bit easier to look after. And I think they're a little, I don't know, I suppose you get eggs from ducks. But yeah, not as, not as often or anything like that. But yeah, you know, Don't really hear too many people <laughs> talking about having a, a duck egg sandwich in the morning, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so fast forward to your garden right now. So you're I'm, like I am so like in fact I've chatted to all the influencers who are involved in this garden staycation. And I'm so jealous of what all of you are creating in your garden because I'm creating um, and the podcast listeners are probably sick of, to death of me talking about it. But I'm creating like a magical kingdom in my garden. So oh, amazing! Yeah, which is wicked for my daughter Olive, but not so good for <laughs> me and my wife. But I'm so jealous of your garden. Like it looks so. Like it's exactly like in the ideal world, if I ever had a garden, like it would look like what you're creating. Yeah, I think if I had kids, it probably would be a different story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but um, but obviously I don't. So like I said, we can create pretty much what we wanted. But it's uh, it, like weirdly, we weren't even going to do the um, like back. Obviously, um, lockdown has massively 
helped with the whole process because we were not going to do our garden and the reason was because we were hopefully going to do our extension next year okay. but we thought we're going to be we're going to be stuck indoors for um well or indoors outdoors for the um foreseeable future so we thought why don't we start doing it and then I started doing a little bit and actually didn't even plan to do the whole thing and then it kind of slowly progressed and I thought why don't I just do the whole the whole thing instead so I started off with doing a border edge and thinking oh do you know what actually I can do a bit more so um but yeah I, I, I like how it um it uh I don't know like how it came along and uh, the design process and everything like that I think it um yeah, I think it's turned out pretty well so far. I haven't finished it. <laughs> We're going on a staycation. Do you want to come along? Sure that. Let's go. Let's jump in the car. I want to know. We're actually just a fly mode. We're staying at home. Uh-oh. Wow, the Harvard does the work. I'm creating something, oh yeah, it's really cool, don't go to school, of course you're not, uh uh-uh. We're making a staycation, meaning we're at home, um, we're making a staycation, a holiday at home, do you wanna come along? Sing this song Do you wanna do some work? Create a staycation instead of work oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 A staycation at home We fly Can you describe? Can you describe to listen there, like what what you've got going on in in your back garden? Yeah, so uh, so I've got it. There's loads. Uh, <laughs> so I've kind of uh, again I've done it over a, a, a good few months. This whole process, and again, a lot of uh, a lot of it was uh, due to um, the availability of resources as well, because a lot of uh, you know everyone was doing their garden, so you couldn't get things like readily available or anything. So. I had to wait, like I'm still waiting to do a pergola, um, but I'm waiting for that to be delivered next week as well. So um, I could have probably made one myself. Uh, But (laughs) so uh, so far uh, I've got, so I've done a lot of bed. uh, So I used, what's it called? Um, Railway sleepers to create beds and uh, raised beds as well. Uh, And um, I... Wanted, I wanted lots of plants and again with the LA sort of vibe I wanted lots of green and uh, lush sort of uh, foresty or like um, jungly sort of plants as well um, so I've done tons of planting I, that's probably where I've spent most of the money on is the, the plants they are very expensive and only fill a very small space yeah. um, so um, I'm doing loads of planting, loads of planting at the top. We've um, laid some grass at the top as well. Um, hopefully for well, when I put the lawnmower down, the fly mower lawnmower, uh, we're 
going to what else am I doing? I've done um, arched pergolas as well, which is, um, I liked the, uh, you know, like an entrance pergola um, mm. that are normally made out of metal and things. Well, one of my inspiration images was um, this one of this uh, dark wood um, that I, I saw. So basically I recreated it. I've never done anything like that before, but it worked. <laughs> so, uh, so I built it. I was very proud because I've, i don't know i just never done anything like that before so it's a bit bit of, uh but it's turned out well so uh what else have we got going on um yeah the new pergola i've done we had um, a concrete base um where the previous owners had this um shed right. and uh i wanted to get rid of it uh but it's like it's i don't know like i don't know 20 that's 25 centimeters thick this concrete right. so it would have been a really difficult job to get rid of however paul was like why don't we why don't we utilize it as a patio area? and luckily it was really perfectly rectangular it was flat as well so it was like why don't we tile it so i've tiled that area and that's going to be like a barbecue and another seating space as well um and then i've created more planting around there um i've used lots of uh what's it called gravel because um i wouldn't have had so much gravel if we had done the extension and i probably would have uh like paved some more of it but at the moment it's an easy thing to to move if i need to move it when we do the extension and things yeah so uh, what i wanted to kind of create was zoned areas so we've got like a dining area a barbecue cooking area a seating area and then at the back just kind of a nice span uh, like um expanse of grass which means that you know you can kind of uh relax i suppose at the top of the guards and on the grass and nice. uh i'm just thinking about like uh i quite like the idea of having outside movie like movies so i think we're going to get like a projector and a screen as well so we can either watch that at different parts of the garden or anything that's cool um yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. I thought you, I because I saw that concrete pad bit, and I thought that looked wicked. And I honestly thought you built, you'd done the concrete pad for that. I didn't realise that it was already there. Yeah, you transformed it. I, like there was, it's really funny because there was me and Paul had lots of discussions about it. There was like a lot of to and fro in of whether uh, we should keep. And I couldn't imagine. Like the thing is, it just wasn't in what I wanted to do. So, uh, but I'm like, it actually creates such a lovely and it's a like a decent size it's like about three meters by 1.8 meters so it's a like it's, it's a decent space as well and it just looks quite nice and i suppose some people if it was bigger you probably could have put the pergola over the top of that and had it as like a seating area it's just not big enough to have a proper sofa area or table and chairs but big enough to have some seating or a barbecue area and some nice pots and things like that on it so definitely um is it but is, is your garden like predominantly for like entertainment like once we're out of this uh pandemic? yeah <laughs> yeah like and we said we'd like to that and hence why we've got like the fire pit and things like that and a lot and lighting for me is really important because i'd like to use up until the point where i can't use my garden because the weather's really rubbish um so i've, I've thought about the lighting aspect of it as well uh, and the fire pit so basically we can at least use it up into until october possibly november if it's not too cold but yeah. um but i think so but then i'll i'll end up pottering around the garden pruning my plants and stuff like that throughout the mid winter months and everything like that so just to try and keep it and then it, i suppose it'll be shut down until the 
till uh, I suppose the end of January then I, I won't start buying more cans and plantings. <laughs> <laughs> but I think eventually the idea is to have at the back of the garden we would like a garden room at the right at the back um, which we I think we do have enough space for um, weirdly our garden um, is it's like it's it's in a, like an old Edwardian estate um, which was created and the guy is called Archibald Corbett um, he uh, wanted to create uh, for these London workers he wanted to create really like uh, green space so everyone's got really decent weirdly the houses are not huge but the the their gardens are really big right. for the size of the house so they're not like little I don't know what you would call them but um do you I don't know you know like Newcastle these lovely houses have got beautiful beautiful big townhouses but the gardens are like courtyard gardens yeah. you kind of expect that with this but weirdly our garden is really long and it's got like and luckily we've got side access in our garden as well uh, but yeah, it's, it's um, making the, the most of it, isn't it? Really? Yeah, exactly. You, you, you. Um, so with your like, obviously you're doing up your house. Like, do you know a lot about the history of your your area? Yeah, there's like there, there is. Well, I know it enough. Uh, as in, it's only because we know that we live on a, 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 a there's a, a guy and it was called Archibald Corbett. Um, so he was. I think he was a, he was a bit of a land, I think he's a landowner and a businessman but he he loved the idea of the ba- uh, working life balance as right. well like you know like as in the fact that we still work but we also have you know a nice community and he was not weirdly there's no pubs in our like you know normally in an Edwardian Victorian that you'd have a, a pub on a corner and I think he wasn't a drinker so he didn't want to create any pubs so there's no pubs at all around here there is in Catford itself but um but yeah so we created all all of these houses which obviously all look very similar um and then there's a, a quite a few schools around as well because yeah, the family community like you know the family thing uh, but I don't there's loads, a, a lot of uh people have documentary like you can go to the library the little library down the road and there's documentaries about Archibald Corbett and all the roads are named after because he's Scottish named after like Scottish places I think as well so oh, wow. uh, yeah it's quite like really interesting history and, and it's interesting you know like with the bombing because I think uh, South Southeast London was bombed quite badly yeah. um, in the war uh, but you can also see the pocket I always think is amazing in London you always see the pockets of where the bombs have gone off oh, because really? there's uh, yeah and the, oh there's another interesting fact as well is uh, one of the schools uh, uh, nearby, I, I think it's called Sandhurst School. I think um, it was bombed in the war. Uh, the war and a lot of children uh, and teachers were killed in there. But that's why they say the sense of community has come from that right. because everyone supported each other. And there is still people that live on the core, but that still uh, remember that as well. Right. So I think it's a it's a really love like for London. It's a very bizarrely community spirited place it's yeah. really like i know all my neighbors everyone keeps themselves to themselves but everyone watches out for you as well it's okay. really lovely lovely place what, what are your neighbors gardens like uh well i've well i think i've influenced all my neighbors to do their garden <laughs> so literally to the side of me they've been doing their garden up and obviously uh, one of our main things as well was doing the fence the fence was horrendous um so we've had to do that um but we're putting a higher fence up but 
the next door neighbors are doing their garden and the, uh, some of the neighbors to the back of us are doing their gardens but literally only started since i've been doing my garden so <laughs> i think it may have been influenced but yeah either side nothing much is happening but you a lot of people have very nice gardens that you can see because a lot of our fences are really low right. fencing uh, so you can actually nose into their gardens but i know like across the way we've got um uh, maureen who's lived here for like 40 years and she's got a really lovely mature sort of garden uh, that she tries to look after now and then yeah michelle and jason they've got a lovely lovely um garden as well um, but yeah, do you get to see many of them? I've, I've only, I mean, I don't expect you expect to talk about this, but, but um, <laughs> like you said, talking about putting a fence up and making it a bit taller. Like, why did you choose to put a bit taller, a, a higher fence? I just want, always wonder about people, about how they yeah, see their gardens. You know what I mean, like, and their neighbours. Yeah, like, so for me, it's like for I, privacy is more my my thing, and. Uh, and I just like I like the backdrop. <laughs> and the problem is I'm not I'm not antisocial at all. I'm not trying to make up my <laughs> but um but I it, you always it we it it's like it, every time you are going to the garden you feel like you have to talk to um the neighbours and it's a really weird even if when you uh, I don't know when you're walking past and they obviously don't want to speak to you but it's all it's almost just a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and uh uh, I don't. I not. I don't hate children, but <laughs> I love children. It's my job. But um, but I don't know. I, I the kids next door are quite noisy, and uh, they keep them throwing their balls over and things like that. And I, don't know, I just want a bit more privacy. So I think that's the main the main reason. Please, I never asked you what your what is your job. Uh, I'm a children's intensive care nurse. Oh um, wow! In a oh, famous okay. hospital in London. <laughs> oh wow what a job for crikey um, yeah so I do, I do work with kids on a daily basis <laughs> <laughs> wow man i don't hate them <laughs> no no is it you just rather <laughs> when you get home it's a little bit quieter <laughs> yeah i've got a bit of a bit of quietness <laughs> oh that's cool man um where can we uh find your instagram where can we find what you're up to uh so my instagram is uh little edwardian um yeah, on Instagram, um, and you could follow kind of what I've been doing. Um, hopefully, as well, I've got a week off now, so I'm hopefully going to bang out the progress pictures and uh, show you what I've been doing. Uh, um, yeah, like I say, man, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm, so jealous. <laughs> um, I'm excited to probably share it because I've been. Uh, I feel like I'm trying to hold back and not. Uh, reveal too much <laughs> and, uh, and normally with instagram you just want to reveal everything yeah, but it's uh, but i think it's quite nice to tease people almost into a, a full reveal of the garden and i just want to kind of uh, do you know do the few last bits that i've got to do right. in the garden and that will make a difference so. awesome dude thanks so much for being on the podcast awesome thank you so much cha 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 there we have it. I really cannot wait to see the final. If you go on there right now, um, in fact, actually go on there right now, you, you might be able to see the final design. But as I'm recording this, I'm just looking at it and, and how it has changed is absolutely incredible. Like, I love a garden for entertaining.
Do you know what I mean? That is what it's all about. Um, you know, obviously, I talk a lot about kids and families coming together, but you need that area. If you are, if you're uh, a parent, you know, you need that area for mum and dad. Do you know what I mean? You need that area. Uh, but what they're creating is absolutely awesome. I absolutely love it. And uh, look, go check it out, is what I'm saying. Go check it out for a little bit of inspiration uh, to create some entertaining areas in the garden. Uh, I need I need to bring some of that to my garden, don't I? I need to do it. I really do. Uh, but it looks incredible. Go check it out. Thank you so much, Reese, for coming on the podcast. It was really good to chat to you. Thank you for your time. Um, right, everyone, that's it from me this week. At the end of uh, the Hashtag Garden Staycation series. But it does not mean that you, dear listener, cannot create your own Garden Staycation this year. So, you know, we've got a couple more weeks left of the six weeks holiday. Maybe you can create something. I'd love to hear from you. Lee at uk or at SkinnyJeanGarden on the Twitter. However you want to get in contact, please do tell me what you're creating in your back garden. Right, that's it for me this week. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, Look after yourself. Look after your family. But most of all, look after that garden. Migration. Garden a podcast sponsored by Flyro.